This is a slaying moment. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Slaying for Me. So I am so excited. So, you know, I normally go into my week, but first I want to shout out those people that come back every week, every Wednesday, y'all here with me, um, listening to me. So I'm very appreciative. And for those new that are new to the Slaying for Me motivational safe space, I want to welcome you guys. And I hope that you have been enjoying all 12 episodes. Now we at 13, y'all. Woo woo. And um, I hope you've been enjoying the journey. Um, and if you have not listened to the first episode, of t- you got some time. You know, we only had 13. So you got 13 episodes to listen to, honey, to get caught up on some things that I've spoke about, some things that I might touch on again later on, later on as we go further. And check out some of our interviews that we did last month, honey, um, for Women's History Month, which was so amazing. So I just want to thank everybody for um, supporting me and listening to the podcast. So Last weekend, I had the opportunity of seeing my good sister friend, Danae Hill, perform in the Sister Act musical. So, honey, I was so excited. Me and my husband decided after work on a Friday, we... I went to go um support her. We got us some flowers because you know you got to bring flowers when somebody is a lead, honey. You got the you got to celebrate them. But it was such an amazing show. I was like grinning from ear to ear. And you know, in comparison to last week for me, um, which was these last couple of weeks have been very hard for me mentally. And I spoke about it on the last episode and me going to therapy and I had my second therapy session last week as well. So, you know, it's been, God has been working through me and it was so exciting to go and really support my friend and be in a good mental space and be able to like celebrate life. It's been a while since, you know, myself has been in a theater and been, been able to, um, really see a show. So it was like very, it was very inspiring. Like, I feel like motivated y'all to do some stuff. So, you know, I just want to shout out to her. She's doing, um, at the musical sister act at media theater, which is in media, Pennsylvania. And, um, if you guys are MPA, anybody that's listening to this MPA and you want to go see a really good show, go ahead and check it out. Cause it was hilarious. And the songs are definitely a bop. One thing <laughs> that was very, hilarious it was this guy that was in the theater and he was like drunk y'all like he was on his he was stumbling to get to his seat he clapping he was doing the most that was entertaining enough but you know uh hopefully when you go see the show you won't have no extra peanut gallery people so as you know, I've stated and I'm excited and it's been a great journey and I'm excited to see where my journey ends with therapy it's a lot of things that you talk about. You know, my last therapy session was a bit heavy because she like came for me. Okay, y'all. Cause in therapy, sometimes you had those moments like my, th- I feel like my therapist gets me. She understands me, right? In a way that is like different, in a way like that she, my sister friend, but <laughs> she like chastised me like a child. Like she's old enough to be my mom, but you know, she understands me being young and my mindset. 
So she really gets me. And one thing that I told her I was struggling with was comparison. It's been a thing like com- my the comparison bug has been flying around me, y'all. I'm gonna be honest. Like it's been on. It's been. It's like a fly that's in a room. You know what? When a fly's in a room and it's like bugging you, and you hear it everywhere, you just be like, "Why? Why? You could be." <laughs> You could be sitting minding your business. The flat come all over by you. It's all room. It's, you know, it's all type of room in his room. All right. And he all by you flying around. That's what the comparison book that was doing for me. It was flying around my head. Like it's all, it's all in my space and I've been struggling. So I, when we were in therapy, when I was in therapy, we were talking about comparison and I was like, she was like, think back to a time in your life when comparison first hit you. And I was like, when I was younger, I never really dealt with comparison. I never compared myself to anyone. Like you have, you know, as a child, you do um, compare yourself to you have ha- harmless comparison. Like, you know, I can run faster than you. I was not no runner in school, so you ain't going to see me out here running. But comparison, like, you know, my whose hair is the longest and, you know, who got the most toys for Christmas? I always got a lot of toys for Christmas. So, you know, but I never really focused on comparison when I was growing up. It wasn't something that was like prevalent in my life. Like I never really paid attention to it. But as an adult, (laughs) comparison is a struggle. Like you compare your life, you comparing your life to so many different things. And growing up in a social media, like I'm a, we are millennials. Okay. So growing growing up in a social media era like growing up when technology was even advancing advancing child help me advancing every year like we went from like having a phone that's on a wall to having a phone that's in your hand to having a phone that's in your car you know it's you know everything is moving so fast and then like fashion was moving fast in the 90s in the 2000s man you (laughs) Everything was moving fast. Shoes, Jordans was coming out every week. <laughs> like, you know, like you try everything you're comparing growing up in the era that in which we grew up in comparison. I I'm surprised that I didn't compare myself a lot because stuff was moving pretty fast. But as an adult, now that we're in it, we're in the thick of it, right? <laughs> like we've been seeing things evolve over time. And I'm just 33 years old. And I've seen technology go from just a little a big computer in a room to something that you can carry in your hand. It's like, that's mind blowing to being able to see a picture of somebody going on a cruise and you can see them in live and live a color on the phone. And you're like, damn, I wish I was on the cruise. You know, it's like too, it's too deep. It's too deep. So comparison comes from outside. So I want to break down what comparison is, right? I want to get the definition. I want to get what it, what it really is so I can unpack my, my comparison struggles within myself. So comparison is a consideration or estimate of the similarities or dissimilarities between two things or people. Okay. I just walked you guys through the similarities are as a kid, you know, it's very harmless. You know, you compare yourself to, I can run faster than you. And y'all get the running, but y'all both struggling because your legs show. You ain't, you really ain't running that fast. You might have some sprinters in your class, but most of us are running at the same pace. <laughs> like, if you're thinking about it as a little kid. But the dissimilarities are, like I just said, you looking at somebody on social media, they going to Dubai. They, 
and they coast to coast, they blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, damn, how I want to be like that. Like how they doing it? And I'm not able to do that. That's dissimilarities. Like they're living their life just like me, but you know, their life is in a different place has allowed for them to be in a different place than me. So I, uh, saw this meme (laughs) and you know, memes sometimes be telling the truth. Let's be honest. They be speaking a word. People don't want to talk about that. The people that created memes, sometimes they be taking this stuff out of the Bible. Let's be honest. They be putting their own little ghetto twist on it, but not ghetto twist. I mean, like, you know, hood vernacular twist on it. And, you know, they be coming up with the gems sometimes. So this meme said, don't compare yourself with others. No one can play your role better than you. So I was like, that's a word. That's a word for the children in the back. That's a word for the children in the front of the, you know, front of the congregation. The children need to hear it, even the kids in the middle. Don't compare yourself to someone else, to others. No one can play your role better than you. And I was like, let me think my thoughts. While I'm looking at this person over here going to the back, I don't know what their journey was, what their road was. When you start thinking about comparison, you compare yourself. You never know what the steps that person took to get there. You're just looking at those snap snapshots of what they're doing. And I know there, you know, I've had people being compared, comparing themselves to me. And it's like, girl, y'all know my story. You know, <laughs> y'all know my story. Y'all know my storm that I went through, sis. And so when I was looking at that, I was like, you know what? Good for her. She planned her role. She is the only person that can play the role in her her story. I can't compare myself to that because my role is different. And sometimes you have different roles in different scenes. Like some people like the play that I went to. You had the lead. Sometimes you the lead. Sometimes you the supporting. You the ensemble. Sometimes you the stage hand. Everybody got a role to play in this world snap snap i was doing i was doing like my poetic stuff you know like in that scene in um the proud family when pity was trying to be (laughs) a poet she was like and i know that i am great snap snap so i mean i'm just saying that we all have a role to play everybody has a role to play and sometimes when you're thinking about comparing comparing yourself think about your role and where you're at and how important your role is for you at this time and for the world comparison like I said comes from all sides when you become an adult I feel like and sometimes for some children's from young some young people they deal with comparison pretty young as well depending on our life circumstance so we have to take that into consideration like I know that some people that had hardship when they were growing up they don't compare themselves to nobody when they become an adult they don't struggle with that at all they they might have a little moment but they were like oh um you know i wish i had that but whatever like it's not isn't they throw it away where because they have experienced comparing their life to someone else's life because they had difficulty or setbacks or they seen so much hardship so they're like you know the comparison is more like motivation for them than it is like, Oh, I can't stand that that person got that. And I don't got that. Or they fantasize about what another person has. Right. 
But comparison comes from all sides. And one thing that I see happen constantly, and it's been happening for a couple of years now, over the years it's been happening, but I've been noticing body image is a big thing that people, that's a reoccurring situ- situation in our society. Like, you know, at one time it was like, you got to be real, real thin with a, with a, th- with thigh gap. I ain't going to never have no thigh gap. My thighs too big for this. I ain't, you know, I ain't even hop on that train. Or, you know, you got to be curvy with a big old butt. Now the big butts are into the the season. You know, you got to have your big butt and your big lips. Now you got to get your titties done. You got to, you got to be out here BBLing it. Small waist. Sometimes the, the faces is cute, but if they not, they can get them done too. But body image has been a big thing recently. And um, last month, Nicki Minaj had a conversation on Joe Budden's podcast. And she spoke about how, you know, hearing the men around her talk about these bodies and how fine they are, how sexy they are, forced some insecurities within herself. You know, sometimes comparing, hearing comparison around you can affect how you see yourself, right? Because there are a lot of people that be like, oh, you know, um, she cute, you know, girl, you should do something like that or whatever. Any language that is comparing two people, even if it's similar, as the definition says, are dissimilar, it can still affect someone, right? So in her particular situation, when she was telling the story, if you ain't want to go see the interview, go look at the interview because I ain't going to be verbatim with it and I might be skipping over some stuff. So go um, watch the interview. I thought it, I thought it was very insightful. I thought she said some really great pieces and she said some really she spoke about on some really great topics but this topic in particular she was talking about how it affected her them comparing the comparison and how it led to her to have insecurities in it you know eventually she ended up getting the surgery as we can see she got you got she got some things done and you know that is it's it's so sad because if you're playing the role that you can play, so now we got Carla Ray who is thin and everybody was like, girl, she needs to eat some food. But, you know, that's her. We need all different types of body images because we all come in different shapes and sizes. Whether you have a man with the muscles and he got a beard and or he don't got the beard, he just got the muscles. Or you got the guy with the bald head with a little beard belly. Or you got the stocky guy. You got the you got the plus size guy with a little bit of little flab over his stomach. We need those people. We need those people to be represented because that's us. Nobody, everybody is not in shape. Everybody is not. You know, everybody is not um, a size two. Everybody is not a size 12. Everybody is everybody is not in a situation where they they they're perfect. They, they have this perfect image. Who wants to be that way? So, you know, I thought, you know, body image is one of the things that is very harmful to us. And we find ourselves comparing a lot and we see a lot in society. One thing that I always think about and when I was <laughs> sitting down discussing when I was sitting down discussing how I was going, you know, thinking about the notes for the show or whatever and what I was going to talk about. The first thing that jumped into my head was keeping up with the Joneses. We never think about keeping up with the Joneses being a comparison statement. When people be like, girl, you keeping up with the Joneses. Are you trying to keep up with the Joneses? It's like, we don't know who the Joneses is because the Joneses in our neighborhood could be po. But <laughs> the Joneses is like this fi- this prolific family they have everything they drive the best cars they have the nice clothes 
the Joneses don't exist. It's just a comparison of you're trying to follow the trend. You're trying to be in the in crowd. But really, that's what that is. When people are trying to keep up with the Joneses, and that goes across the board. Everybody has a a, a moment in their life when they're trying to keep up with the Joneses. Like, keeping up the, with the Joneses could be as little as, my husband <laughs> likes Fabuloso. I like Lysol, right? I was like, I ain't doing that. I ain't. I, look, Lysol, that's, that's it. That's it. Like, I was comparing something that's similar. They're cleaning products. But to me, it was like, uh-uh, I don't, that's cheap, honey. I'm getting, I'm getting, I'm getting Lysol, honey. I'm getting, uh, I'm not Lysol, Pine Saw, honey. I'm getting Pine Saw. Now we, we clean it with Fabulosa and do the same thing. It's a, it actually smells a little bit better if you think about it in context. But to me, I was like, keeping up with the Joneses. I want to be, I want the people, if a person was to run into my house, Open up my cabinet. It's, it's, it's on it. Um, open up my cabinet and <laughs> say, girl, you don't got pass on. Ain't nobody about to do that. Ain't nobody about to do that. That's that, but that was me having a mindset of keeping up with the Joneses. I was comparing it because it was like cheaper girls gonna be, you know, cause some stuff it, that's cheap do be a little, little raggedy, y'all. But in this particular case, it wasn't that deep. It was a cleaning product. And Fabuloso be killing it. It be cleaning the house. Okay. So, you know, keeping up with the Joneses is a way that people feel accepted or trying to feel like they're, um, they don't want to lack anything. And comparison is all about, I feel like it's an evil spirit. Like when we talk about the devil, like the devil trying to, that evil spirit trying, it is an evil thought. It is a negative thought. Comparison can be good, but it also can be very detrimental to your internal self. If you think about it in context, it's like a neck, you know, the negative thoughts of comparison is I don't got it and I ain't doing that. And they got it and they ain't doing it. Or the man trying to keep me down in comparison to these other people they giving opportunities to. That's true. It is true. But you can change the mindset because you are the only person that can play the role in your show. You got it. You know, and don't let the thought of, you know, other people or other people living their life stop you from living your life and playing a role in your show, right? So I had this childhood friend and um she's still living. So let me st- not say it like she did or something. I used to hang out with this girl. She, we were try we were we grew up together. We were childhood friends. And um she her mom has known me since I was in the second grade. And we I mean, over the years, she would compare us like we always did stuff together, but she would heard her compare a lot between me and her daughter. And I it made me uncomfortable. But, you know, because you're like young and you're like, I don't know what to say about that. Like why every time, you know, you compliment me, but you don't compliment your daughter as much or you always saying, well, why don't don't you do this like Alexis and look at Alexis? Why? You know, it made me feel uncomfortable because I was just like she's she is who she is and I am who I am like we're different we're not supposed to be the same that if we were the same we would be twins hello and I was born by myself so one particular day we were um going out we bop 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 
Okay, we were about to go out to the club. I had on like this cute little skirt and a top and some heels or whatever. And she was getting ready. She, we were talking earlier and she was telling me what she was going to wear. And her outfit was, sounded cute. Like we, t- it fit her personality. Like she wasn't the type of person like me that wore skirts and dresses and stuff like that. She wore high heels, but it wasn't like her normal day to day thing or her normal thing to do when she was going out to the club. She liked to be comfortable and sometimes comfort, honey. Trump's looking cute because you don't want to be stumbling out the club with your shoes off. Okay. <laughs> Cause that ain't never cute. So I went to go pick her up. I'm talking on the phone with her. I'm, I'm talking not on the phone. I'm in the living room speaking with her mom and she's just like, Oh, you look so cute. And you know, I wish that she would wear stuff like that. Blah, 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 blah. So she comes out and she looked cute. She had on her distressed jeans, honey, her wedge heels. She had a cute little bag, had her hair. Her, her hair was always late, honey. Hair was always to the nines. Okay. And you know, had on her jewelry and a cute little top. And her mom was like, you wearing that? Why you ain't put on a dress like Alexis? And I was like, wait a minute. So respectfully, I had to like nip that in the bud. And I said, she is her own person. That is her personality. This is what she wanted to wear. She doesn't feel comfortable going and, you know, wearing a skirt because that's not her style. I said, the only thing that I suggested that she did, she had on like a wedge heel, but it was a wedge heel that was a close toe heel. And I was like, maybe you should put on an open toe heel so you can like, you know, elevate the style a little bit and open things up because you're on the distress jeans or whatever. So she changed her shoes, but that was it. And I had to explain to her mom, you know, you can't compare us. Like, yes, we're friends and we've known one another a long time and we do a lot of things similar, but she's not me and I'm not her. We are different people. And I mean, for me, watching my friend at the time deplete I didn't want her to deplete who she was or feel like she you know built insecurities over something that her mom said that she was saying out of love she felt and that you know let me say this family and friends comparisons can be so hurtful right even when they think they're doing it out of love it is very it can be very harmful to you easily it can be very harmful to you easily in that particular situation that's her mom like my mom I love my mom but sometimes my mom be thinking she be telling the truth and be hurting my feelings like a mug <laughs> I like look and then the difference between me and my friend at the time I called my mom I'm like girl you ain't even have to say that you ain't even have to bring them words and conjure that up but she's my mom I know she loves me but sometimes she got to you got to be like I, 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 don't do that don't do that sis I love you but don't do that (laughs) okay so and then another thing about family like I stated before earlier some everybody has different upbringings and even within your family you have family members that have both parents in the home they come from really stable situations they go on vacation every year you know their parents have bought them cars they you know they get a majority of everything that they want they very they don't like anything and then you have family members that they're raised by a single parent in a single parent household they got multiple siblings so they don't get as much access to their parents as you do or they don't have the opportunity to get as many things as you do and my family that's big honey that is like a lot we have a balance like you have some of my relatives that are on you know 
coming from a one parent household or you have some of my relatives like myself that come from two parent household, you know, being raised by my mom and my uncle, although my parents separated, I had a father figure in the home and, and, you know, getting basically whatever I wanted, you know, (laughs) growing up. So it's different. And even though you look at them as your family, it is a separation. And sometimes that separation causes for a person to hate you or dislike you strongly not hate you because i you know I, I i do believe that there are family members that hate you jail but strongly dislike you easily because you got something that they don't have or they want something that you have so my cousin <laughs> my cousin um uh, she i mean growing up we always you know Coming from different situations, she always kind of compared herself or always mentioned how I had something that she didn't have and I should be how lucky I should be. And I was as a child, I was very grateful and knowing and appreciative of the life that God had provided for me. But I also was appreciative that I had I was the only child I was able to share with my cousins like my cousins that didn't weren't able to go on vacation I was like mom we should you know take them to Six Flags with us so my mom planned this every summer she would take me and all four to five of my cousins to Six Flags and she would like get all of these tickets because I really wanted if I was going to Six Flags I was going to Six Flags with my cousins right we gonna have a blast we gonna be out there all day we gonna have a good time so you know everything that I did regard I didn't care about my cousins not having enough or not having the right fashions or whatever Everything that I did in life or I wanted to include them because they, you know, growing up as the baby in my family and me and my siblings being so far apart in age, they were my they were my sisters and my brothers. They was the people that taught me so much. So I always wanted to include them. So my mom for Christmas had brought me I was like 12 these Timberland boots the suede Timberland boots to construct honey. And I was excited. I was like, man, I always wanted these boots. My brother had a pair. My older brother had a pair. My cousins had a pair. And I, the summer that, um, when they came out, I couldn't get a pair because they didn't have them in my size because everybody had taken them. So my mom for Christmas had bought me some and I was like, oh my God, I'm about to have these different boots. So I, we, we normally went over to my grandmother's house for Sunday dinner and, I told my cousin, my favorite cousin, Quentin, I was like, I got something to show you. Like, I got I got something to show you. So when I walked in, I had my boots. He was like, you got the boots. So, you know, he amped me up. I'm like, yeah, I got the boots. I got the boots. And uh, so she comes and it's like, oh, you got the boots. I wouldn't have even got that color. I would have got a different color. But that's cute. You got it. I'm going to get something different. So I was like, okay, that you know, not really thinking about it because she's my older cousin by a year. So I was just like, whatever. At the time when I was younger, at that age, I didn't really see hatred in a sense, if it makes sense. Like, I just was like, okay, that's her opinion, and I would go on about my business. But so we had dinner. We're sitting in the living room talking, chatting it up or whatever. After dinner, what you do with your cousins, y'all be talking about some shit that y'all ain't supposed to be talking about. So we're sitting down. I got my hands on my knees, like sitting in a chair, and she gets up and she accidentally if y'all can see my air quotes accidentally steps on my shoes (laughs) and it's a big mark you if anybody know about suede timberlands 
once you step on the shoe, if you scuff the boot, ain't no coming back for that. You can't get no suede cleaner. It ain't nothing that can do that can undo the step. Okay, <laughs> the mark is there. I didn't know, and if it was, I didn't know what the hell the solution was. <laughs> so I was like, "Oh my god, these were my new boots." I'm vexed. I'm like, why did you just step on my shoe? I didn't mean to. So, of course, she is a professional arguer. <laughs> and, you know, as at the time, I wasn't I wasn't combative. I was just like, why would you step on my shoe? So my other cousin, she was like, I didn't even see your foot. And I didn't even notice that I stepped on your shoe. And my other cousin was like, girl, you stepped on a shoe. Like her foot wasn't, you had to like step close to her in order to step on the shoe. So she was like, what does it matter? You know? Um, unlike us, your mom can buy you another pair of uh, Timberlands. And I'm like, oh, my God. So at that time, because she was didn't get the shoes, and as much as she was like, I would have got a different color, she really was upset that she didn't have them. And she didn't want me to enjoy mine. So sometimes people comparing themselves to you would, you know, really down what you're doing. Even, you know, even the people that are around you, they'd be like, well... You know, I wish I had a jacket like that, but, and then some type of way your jacket got a rip in it or, you know, your jacket coming missing because they really wanted the jacket. So, you know, as much as I love my cousin, we were 12, her, she didn't understand how to, um, express how she felt at that time. She was just like, if she, if she got it, and I don't got it. I'm ruining it basically. So, you know, comparison can ca- cause people to do really, tr- you know, traumatic things to other people because they really want something. That's like, it, it really is common. And at 12 years old, I didn't know that what that was. You know, people was like, she jealous. I was like, no, she just, now that I think about it, no, she was just, she just wanted something that I had. And she didn't know how to react in a way that said, dang, you know, eventually I can get something like that. No, nah, she got it. I want it. I'm going to ruin it because she got it. She always gets something, you know, so it can easily turn into hatred. Love my cousin. I think she's amazing. Her life has turned out to be great. She don't compare herself to me because it ain't nothing to compare us on. She's living her life and doing the best, being the best version of herself. And that's, I'm very, very happy for her. But her 12, well, her 13 year old self was not so happy (laughs) for me. So, you know. On top of comparison being a hatred, I'm talking about all the negatives of comparison, but comparison can be very positive. And so when I was um, a sophomore in high school, I started acting, y'all. This is when I got my acting book. So my my theater teacher in um, high school, my um, my sophomore year, she uh, asked me to be a part of this um, Shakespeare competition. So I was like, okay, state whack Shakespeare competition. I I had never read a Shakespeare book or play or shine it in my life i had never spoke the queen's english out loud i've read you know i read i read like hamlin and othello and all them like i read it in my head but i didn't or i've seen a movie or a play (laughs) but i had never had to present it so the competition was all about us presenting and you know you get 
it was all these perks. People that come in first place, they get like a full ride scholarship. They go to London, they get the study. Second place, they get all of these perks or whatever. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna do this. So I rehearsed for months for the competition. I was ready. Like I was ready. I told my teacher, I was like, girl, I'm about to snag first place. Okay, let's get into it. So it was like 12 contestants and that included me. And I was the ninth person in line to perform. So I'm ready. The people that came before me, they was good. Like, I thought that they was killing it, but they, I, they ain't seen me yet. Like, a person that had never done Shakespeare before, I had the confidence of a bull that was that seemed like a red flag, okay? And so, this girl, she was number eight. My favorite number, but she was number eight. And she um, went up on the stage when I tell you, sis killed it. I remember looking around. <laughs> At my family. I think I looked to my niece and I was like, she said, girl, you lost. I said, I sure did. I don't got first place, but I might got second place. This. I was ambitious. Okay. Didn't know nothing about the Shakespeare. Ain't never presented it out loud. I probably was going to get up there. I probably got up there and said some of the words wrong, but I knew I was going to get second place. Okay. So she, when I tell you, she, she captured the audience. She had to act like she had the, she had the British accent down, honey. And she was just so captivating. Her presence on stage was great. She was so controlled with her her words and her diction. I mean, it was I was mesmerized. I was like, I want to be like her. I want to be a performer just like this person. And you know, I want to have that type of cadence about myself. And when I tell you, she, I mean, she just I was comparing myself in a way like, dang, I should have. I'm gonna walk like that. I'm going to walk like that when I go on stage. I'm going to go on stage with confidence. Like I was changing my whole performance to try to like mimic what she was doing because it was so great. So she ended up winning first place and, you know, I didn't come in second either. I came in fourth, but I was, I, I walked away from that situation knowing that I wanted to be in theater and that when I went off to college, I was going to study and, and, I was ready to audition. So after that particular um, competition, I was flying. I ended up becoming a paid actor for this um, this small um, organization called Club Chips where we went around and we performed and all of that. And it was so amazing. That situation pivoted me into some other opportunities. And I compared myself, but I was able to really understand my stage presence from watching that young lady present at that competition. I was like, Jesus. So, you know, competition, I mean, comparison is one of those things. It it can be very, very good and it can be very, very bad, depending on what role you want to play. As the meme says, the meme says, don't compare yourself to with with others. No one can play your role better than you. When you compare yourself to people in a way that is detrimental to your being, that's when, you know, all of the negative flies, the flies start coming around. But when you compare yourself in a way, like my husband is the one person I compare myself to because he, his work ethic is just, it's unmatched. Like he, really is dedicated and he allows for his mind to flow edge and flow and allow for his creativity to take a life of his own and and don't feel embarrassed and it's not a shame for people to watch him create something where me I'm very secretive with my creativeness <laughs> like I don't when I'm writing something unless it's done unless it's perfect I don't want people to see it I don't want nobody to touch it but he's able to 
create freely. And I love that. So I compare myself all the time. I was like, damn, I want to, he falling into it. Let me fall into some stuff, you know? And I think it's so amazing. So comparison can push you. It can motivate you to be a better person. If you look at it from a pot, look at it from the role in which you play in the world and how it can enhance the role that you play and how it can make you better a better presenter on stage. Yay. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, guys. I just want to say thank you. Thank you. Thank you again for listening. Also, don't forget to listen to us on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music, and RageWorksNetwork.com. That's where all of our episodes, if you haven't listened to all of the episodes, go check them out. Also, don't forget to follow me on Instagram, and TikTok at Alana Fuss. That's A-L-O-N-A-F-U-S-S. And I'm also on Facebook. But most of the stuff that I post on Facebook, you can see it on Instagram. So just follow me on Instagram. I hope you guys have a wonderful rest of the week. And don't forget, slam for you. It's the best lifestyle to live. Bye.